Welcome back everybody to Divinely Growing, where we stand on five principles, God, love, family, the church, and freedom to worship. You're joining Sage Divine of the Divine Family, and I want to thank you all for listening and being here today, and I'm ready to divinely grow with you all. Today I want to ask you a question. Do we own anything? And if so, is it good to own things? I feel called to share this with you guys today because it's something that I've gone through in my own life and that I know others around me have gone through. And I hope that we can answer this question for you today and that all in all, at the end of the day, you can get closer with God. And I hope you enjoy listening. So, do we own anything and is it good to own things? First, I want to define what own, owning something means. And to own is to have possession over. So when we're talking about possessions, I, I want to jump right to spirituality, right? We are divinely growing on this podcast, not just growing. So if we're looking at this from a spiritual aspect and we're looking at you know our possessions, right? If we're talking about ownership and possession, then what first comes to my mind is idols right I'm going to take you directly to Matthew 22 verses 37 through 40 let me read those for you now Jesus replied you must love the Lord your God with all your heart all your soul and all your mind this is the first and greatest commandment a second is equally important love your neighbor as yourself the entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. So, I felt that that really spoke to this ownership and possession to me. Because, first of all, right, I feel like there's two parts to that. The first part, when we're looking at the, that first part of the commandment, you must love the Lord God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. When we're talking about having an ownership over something, it can distract us from that first commandment, right? If we're so focused on what we have, sometimes we lose sight of what's the greatest thing we have. Now, the reason I include the second part of that, this part about loving your neighbor as yourself, is because I feel when we're talking about possessions and ownership, we can get caught up in this greedy side of ourselves. And when it comes to sharing things, we, we don't feel like we can. We don't feel like we have trust in it. And when somebody's in need, God tells us, you know, if, it's, if you're the vessel, go share that with them. Love your neighbor as yourself. You know, if you have enough to bless another, bless them. And it, it can be so distorted when you look at, you know, I have something, but I'm worried that I'm going to lose it. I'm not going to have enough for myself. And that, that comes with trusting God. And it, it's just that the more we think that we can't let go of something, sometimes the worse it comes back on us twofold. Because if we think that we have to do everything ourselves, then we push farther away from God. So I think that second part, love your neighbor as yourself, and almost... I hope it speaks to you when we say our purpose here 
on this world is to help others and that's through the blessings that God gives us. So, I want to continue down this road of possessions and bring you to another verse. Uh, I want to read Luke twelve fifteen, and it says, Then he said to them, Watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. So, right there it speaks to me. It says, life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. It's talking about the greed that we will have in this life. Because of our morality and, or our mortality, sorry. And it talks about how our life should not consist of the things we have. But instead, just even supporting that verse in Matthew, that first testament, it should say that, we're here to love one another and to love our God. It's to have a relationship with them. It's not about the things we have. I think deeper in this verse, and I even think when we're so worried about what we have and what we're going to lose, our life could be taken from us the next day. We could lose everything here. That's how unimportant our possessions truly can be. That's how important it is to be focused spiritually and focused in love with one another. I want to further our discussion on possessions, and I want to talk about Mark 10, verses 24 and 25. This is when um, Jesus comes upon a rich man, and he has um, followed the commandments, and he's, he is a holy person, but Jesus goes ahead and says um, that he should give up his possessions, and the man can't do it. So... It all comes down to this verse, and he says, The disciples were amazed at his words, but Jesus said again, Children, how hard is it to enter the kingdom of God? It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. That spoke to me when I was um, trying to work through figuring out what ownership was and if it was good. So, it says that it's harder for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Now, I believe that from this context, we can clearly assume that we're talking about rich in possessions and rich in material goods. We're not talking about rich in faith. I think rich in faith would get us into heaven more than our, you know, this, this point where it's talking about rich in possessions. And... I think it supports that overall um, position that to own our possessions here is not is only going to distract us from God. It's not going to get us closer. So, after all these verses talking about the possessions of this world, uh, the question must enter your mind. Well, okay, why don't I just go homeless, right? Or if I end up wanting to follow God, then why shouldn't I just give everything up? What's the point? In it? What's the point of having anything? Right? It says that the rich man will not get into heaven. So the opposite of that is completely poor. Get rid of everything. Well, that's not what I feel Jesus is trying to say in this moment. Jesus is trying to say that the man who's obsessed, obsessed with his possessions is, can't, can't lose sight of what is his 
and look to what God wants him to do. And that's the important part. The important part is looking to where God wants us to be and what God has blessed us with, but not what we have and what we're going to lose. So it takes me all the way back to the beginning to Genesis 1.26, where it says, Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So why do I bring up this verse? I bring up this verse to hopefully start to understand that it's not that we shouldn't give up everything, but it's that we should become stewards of the things that we have. It's that God gave us blessings and we should steward them. Now, discussing what stewardship is versus ownership is what I really want to hit with you guys today. Stewardship to me is protective, supportive, thankful, and versus the ownership, which is prideful, it can become obsessive, idolizing, cause a lot of anxiety because of those things. So let's dive deeper into that for a minute. A steward, being a good steward. God, in that verse, gives us domain over the earth. He's saying, you, sh you should reign over these things. And, of course, this is pre-fall, before Adam and Eve have fall. But that's, that was the initial <laughs> command for us. He wanted us, he wanted to give this to us as a gift and say, here, look at how much I love you. And so by us just hanging on to this gift and forgetting about God, we, we lose sight of what, where we're really living. Living in the gift of God. So when we talk about stewardship, when you're given a gift, I'm hoping that most of us don't just toss in the trash. <laughs> you know, especially one that we like. We don't toss that in the trash. We take care of it, right? We try to make it last as long as we can. And we're thankful to the person for it. And that's what's important. Is when we, are, when we have things, don't think you have the sense of ownership over them. That you have to control it and you're grasping onto it and that every move that you make with it, it's life, it's the dependence on it. Because you're grasping a false sense of ownership. God is giving you blessings. When we have our, the things that we have, whether it's the food in front of you, your house, your car, instead of trying to believe that it was just earned by you, it's yours, and you know that's that. It wouldn't have happened without me. Try to expand your mind and really talk about the thankfulness to God that he gave you those skills and those blessings and that money that you could get to the place you are today. Now, just to finish the contradiction between stewardship and ownership, when we focused on ownership, we were talking about the pride and the obsession that it causes. Because the more we're focused on how good we have it, the less thankful we can be for how we got there. This can really cause us to idolize the things that we have instead of look to God as stewards of it 
and just be thankful for it. And the more that we obsess over the things we have, the more anxiety is induced in that. So I want to sort of wrap this up here and talk about overall the material items that we have around us. They're not in our possession. They're not in our ownership. Because in the end, when death does come, it's going to be passed on to the next generation. And we're not going to be here to tell people not to touch our stuff. But instead, we should focus our efforts towards helping others recognize the true purpose and spirit of living in this world. To glorify God, to love one another, to build each other up. And by doing that, I hope that we can truly be good stewards of what we have, that we can lose anxiety because of it, and that we can gain something greater, a love and a bond between brothers and sisters under Christ.